everyone. Welcome to another episode of Pop Culture After Dark. Abel and Bonnie here. We're recording on Valentine's Day. So happy belated Valentine's Day for our listeners. Hi, Bonnie. You look so pretty. Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day. Yes, we're recording a day early because last week, Bonnie was out of town, but we were still going to record. And we were like, okay, let's set the day. Then we're like, let's do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow came and we were both like, Oh, we never recorded. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the whole day went by. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> I know. We forgot. So anyways, we have a packed show for you guys. We're talking, obviously, about the monster in the room, Drake, um, <laughs> Beyonce, uh, the Super Bowl in general, Grammys, you know, Jay-Z was there, some drama, uh, we're going to give, again, our thoughts overall on some Grammy performance stuff and Super Bowl stuff. Also going to be talking about Megan Thee Stallion, some Taylor Swift news, Jennifer Lopez, Carl Weathers, and Toby Keith. So I want to start off with the Grammys because those were a couple of weeks ago now. I'll just kind of give you, I didn't watch the Grammys, first of all. Did you watch them? Does anybody ever really watch them? I feel like everybody does the highlight. Yeah, exactly. So I just wanted to see some of the performances and I did. And I do have to say that I was bored with everyone's performance except SZA because she can fucking sing and I love her. Dua Lipa, I love her, but she was so boring. Everyone was boring. I did not have fun with any of the clips. I didn't have fun with anything. But we are going to be talking about the Grammys. Jay-Z was awarded. And Bonnie, you have some some stuff that happened with Jay-Z at the Grammys. Yeah. So Jay-Z got up there and, and they gave him the, what is it, like the Achievement Award, the You Are the mm-hmm. you are the Artist Award, whatever. The Generational Award that they gave out. And um he went up there and he had a whole Kanye moment. And, and you know, it, so he went up there and he said a few things um, that the, the thing that like really like that was like, oh, he's throwing shade because he's awesome. Some of you don't even deserve to be in. He was talking about album of the year. He said he didn't understand how, you know, his wife has won the most Grammys ever, but she's never won album of the year. He's like, make it make sense. It doesn't make sense. Some people don't even belong in that category, you know, and stuff. So he was throwing his shade and Beyonce just stood there like, that's my man. I'm gonna stick beside him. Mm -hmm. So he, he really did get up there. He called out the Academy. He called out like the whole Institute for basically just giving it to who they felt was popular at the moment. You know, not really giving it based on um, any kind of, I guess. Like impact, like the actual impact that the album made. Yeah. And just that she's never, ever won one. Yeah. The only thing that I would say is like Adele, whenever Adele was against her, like Adele deserved to win Mm -hmm. because Adele writes her music like Beyonce also writes uh, like I am number one beehive. Everybody knows. Don't come for me. But Adele writes her music with like one person similar to Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift works with like one person or a couple people, but not very many. And so Adele, I feel like her album that when she went against Beyonce deserved to win for the fact that that came all from her soul and her music. Right. But then there are times and I agree with Jay-Z that it's like, 
at what point, you know, Beyonce changes the landscape. For example, the music industry never used to release. Whenever you had a new album out, you did not release that on a Thursday night or Friday. Beyonce made it the industry standard when she released her self-titled album. She released it on her own at midnight on a Thursday night for Friday morning. And after that release, the whole record industry changed the way every artist since then has released music. That's why now most of your favorite songs, depending on where you live, like here we get new songs Thursday nights at 11 p.m. because that's midnight Easter time. And that whole thing was because Beyonce. So I get his point on the part is like when someone has such a big impact in the music industry, how have they not won? Exactly. And then she's the most awarded Grammy winner of all time. She's at first she was just the female, but now there is not one human living, like living or dead that has more Grammys than Beyonce. So, you know, it's like whatever. But again, at what point does an album like if it changes the way the whole industry works how is that not recognized i think it is a definitely a make it make sense kind of moment that she hasn't wanted at least once like at least once it just it doesn't make sense so i have to agree with him on that was was it right for him to do it in such a like public setting and public platform i mean i would say yes because what are you gonna do you gonna write an email to the grammys are they gonna actually listen is there gonna actually be any change you have to shake shit up for there to be some kind at least he didn't fucking go and slap anybody (laughs) you know what i mean also him and kanye did it way differently kanye interrupted someone else's moment it's not like someone won and then jay-z went and cut them off right that was his moment jay-z's just like saying jay-z's just saying make it right do better right you know, and the one of the songs that him and Beyonce have together, he raps and he says, tell the Grammys, fuck that over eight shit. Because <laughs> and then he says, you know, Beyonce and him, they don't need the NFL. The NFL needs them because Beyonce and Jay-Z's tour sell out more stadiums than the some of the NFL teams do. Mm-hmm. And so he was just like saying, you know, it's not the first time he's come out at the Grammys in his own way. And I thought he was so respectful, especially with his daughter right there by his side. I so, I thought he just made it, like you said, make it make sense. And I thought it was respectful. Yeah, same thing. And he's not the first artist that has spoken up against the Grammys like that. Eminem came out for a while back and was like, I will never go to another show. Do not invite me. Don't put me up for one. Like, I want nothing to do with that, um, you know, that whole thing. Like, because it's, he's like, he, it only took him a few to learn, like, no, like you have, <laughs> he's like, no, I'm not going to be, it's not based on the talent. It's not based on, on any of that stuff. It's, it's based on ridiculousness and I want a part of it. So, yeah. So continuing with our Grammy coverage, Taylor Swift won, of course, right? Of course. Well-deserved. Love her. I'm, a, I'm actually, I have, have my Stanley and it has a Taylor Swift, like little accessory on it, but not everyone was happy. Um, Bonnie, tell me what this is just our first story of the night for Taylor. We're Taylor's coming back for our Super Bowl coverage, but what's going on with Taylor and the Grammy backlash that she's facing? So, okay, so everyone has like, don't get me wrong, she has her Swifties, she has her following and stuff like that, but people say they are starting to more and more see the light when it comes to Taylor Swift and her attitude and her audacity is what everyone's saying. So she did win for um, album of the year. And when she went on stage for that award, first of all, the person presenting it was Celine Dion. 
epic. She is, you know. She's also recovering from, she had to cancel her tours, remember? She has that disease where, like, she's in chronic pain. and mm-hmm. So, and she made it to the Grammys to present this award. Now, when Taylor went up to accept her award, she walked right past her, didn't acknowledge her. She, she snubbed her, like, didn't greet her, nothing. After, after it was all said and done, they took pictures together. But at that point, everyone was saying that was just, um, you know, damage control at that point. And when Taylor did get up there to accept her award, she was very, people just noticed she was very me, me, me on it. It just, it just seemed fake. It seemed disingenuine. And then she went a step further and she did what some people are equating to what someone at your wedding would do, how it would feel if someone, you know, <laughs> proposed to someone else at your wedding. She went up there and she announced her new album, The the Tortured Poets Department. Me, I'm stoked for this album. I love Taylor. I love her music. I love the albums. I'm here for it. She announced it there at the Grammys. Um when she was in the middle of giving her speech and a lot of the other artists, they were panning the room and panning the camera around the room. They were like, Oh my God, give us a fucking mm-hmm. bre- Ed Sheeran's face was iconic. Like he was over it. Yeah. And that's the thing is, I think he knew Taylor had a new album coming out because he, they're close friends, mm-hmm. but there's this um, lady I follow on TikTok. She reads mouse professionally and he, he said something like, there she goes. She just fucking did it. <laughs> and, <laughs> but like, they showed like Billie Eilish's face. They showed, um, who else? Um, Miley Cyrus. And everyone was like, oh, fucking shit. <laughs> Taylor has her foot on everyone's neck right now. And they are just fucking over it. They're like, give it, give us a year. Give us a, give us a fuck you. So next year. The Grammys are going to be Taylor Swift Grammys, too. So, you know, fuck you. <laughs> and Beyonce. We'll get to that later. But Taylor Swift will be there next year. And then I'm sure next year she's going to really, really see another album. Yeah. Like, I don't see her slowing down anytime soon. So that's, you know, she she did take a lot of a lot of heat for that. Yeah. Overall, though, Grammys, I don't know why they're still a thing. <laughs> Me neither. I don't Can I tell you who won in any other category? No, uh, the only other story I have from the Grammys is a rapper that I don't even know his name. He got like kicked out. He got arrested three times. Yeah, he got arrested I, like in the middle of the Grammys. I don't know who he name? is. I don't. I don't know. Killer Mike, rapper yeah. Mike. Killer Mike. Rapper Mike. Killer Mike. Killer Mike. I don't know, girl. I don't know. Mike. He's irrelevant. <laughs> That's how Mike. I, that boy Mike got kicked out. I can't tell you who else won. Any other category? I don't know. I know. I know. SZA won. SZA one because Lizzo presented it to her and they're best friends and so like yada 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 and I love SZA but but I mean really like I don't I don't care no I don't care about it but yeah now I want to move on and talk about someone that won't be winning a Grammy any anytime soon that's Jennifer Lopez so Jennifer Lopez <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if y'all know this or not but she is releasing her album This Is Me dot 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 now um this week i believe actually and that she has um telling instyle.com that she doesn't know that she's going to keep on making music she said quote the truth is i don't even know if i'll ever make another album after this it's such a quintessential j-lo project 
she told them. And then she went to say, this might be my last album ever. I feel like it's the end of an era for me and the beginning of a new one. I would say never say never, but right now I feel like I really put my heart and soul into this and I'm very excited. She continued with, it definitely took a lot out of me. So uh, this is me now. I don't know. Something um, comes out in February. Comes out this week. I don't know. Friday. And then when this podcast comes out. And then she also has a prime video that's out called or coming out called This Is Me Now, A Love Story. I didn't even know she still made music, to be honest. She hasn't for a long time, but she's this is her now and okay she's released like two singles from this album already by the way <laughs> no Seriously? yes girl yeah have we heard him no that's because she has one with lotto and i like lotto but i'm like i'm not gonna listen to that shit with j-lo i don't give a fuck about j-lo huh yeah no i don't know i i thought the most she was doing was like during the super bowl the Duncan commercial that she did with with Ben Affleck was my favorite fucking commercial, uh, but that was it. That was the only thing. Like I didn't know. Like, okay, uh, yeah. I guess I, I'll, I'll check it out when it comes out. <laughs> like maybe I'm gonna go look for those songs now. Uh, yeah. I mean, I nah. say I am, but yeah, girl, you go ahead. I ain't. Um, all right, let's move on now and talk about um, a rapper who is a Grammy winner um, from previous years, Megan Thee Stallion. So we're here to update you guys. Megan Thee Stallion's hiss was officially number one. Nikki. <laughs> Sis, you just gave her all that free press. You lit- Nikki Minaj literally made Megan Thee Stallion number one. Mm-hmm. High five, girl. You know, I don't even know. That's all I can say is Megan Thee Stallion's number one. Or she was, not anymore. She had a week at number one, and then she dropped. But, bitch, that's the number one album. Number one song. That so. whole debauchery was hilarious. Like, all it was was Nikki getting ass hurt, and then that's, you know, that's it. She blew up Megan's album. Great. Somebody got to Nikki, though, because all of her Instagrams lately have been dress rehearsals for her tour. And I'm like, girl... I'm glad that you're actually working because your tour starts in three weeks. So Get it that's all, this is the first time I've seen anybody talk about your tour. Girl. Also, BTW, um, her tour is still not sold out, even though she says it is. So if you're still looking for a ticket, you can get one as cheap as $90. Throwing it out there. <laughs> all right. Let's move on now. And uh, let's talk about sad news with Carl Weathers. Yeah, so Carl Weathers, the star of Rocky, the Rocky series, Mr. Apollo Creed, and he also came out in the movie Predator. I know that movie was like that was a really good thing for him and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, sadly, he did pass away on February 1st at the age of 76. Now, he did have a very long battle with heart disease, um, but he did live a very, very full life. His family noted that he passed away peacefully in his sleep, and, um, you know, he's he's just, he's going to be missed. He's Creed. That's, that's Apollo Creed. Like, what? Um, but, yeah, so our condolences to his family, and, um, you know, tragic about that. Yeah. And then we have some more sad news with Toby Keith, the legend. 
Yeah, Toby Keith, legendary singer. You know, I I grew up on some of his music, and um, he passed away this past Monday, sadly, at the age of 62. He was diagnosed with stomach cancer back in fall of 2021, and now his battle with stomach cancer was very, very documented. You know, he he was very verbal about it. Um, He went on a lot of talk shows to talk about it, spread awareness, you know, for it and stuff, and at the very, very end, he did post a very sentimental video. Um basically saying goodbye to everybody and his fans and whatnot. Uh, He was showing them uh, how he was signing his hospice papers and telling everybody, explaining to everybody what hospice was and letting them know that he was comfortable and everything and just, you know, talking to his fans and people about that. Now, I watched it. I cried. I'm not going to lie. I cried. It It was sad and it was, you know, but it was, I thought it was, it was very, like, you know, generous of him. Even at the very end, he was thinking of other people and wanting to ease his passing to everyone else. You know what I mean? So definitely our hearts go out to his family as well. Yeah. And for those of you listening, you, um, everyone has heard a song by Toby Keith. Um, probably there's a couple that you, I'll just name. He has a lot of really good popular ones, even though I don't like country. Country music is not my like preference. I do listen to some, but um, everyone knew or knows of Red Solo Cup. Mm-hmm. Right. He was in that. He did um, should have been a cowboy, American soldier. I want to talk about me. So those are just like a few of his hits. But like, I'm sure if I said those, I listed those, you probably definitely heard at least one of them. So and there's a, super sad. that big one that they play every year during Fourth of July. So I, I forgot. Yeah. But all right. Now I want to lighten the mood up and talk about Drake's thing. <laughs> I knew we were going to go straight into Drake. Look, look, Aubrey Drake Graham. Call me. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Mr. Drake decided when all of that happened with Megan the Stallion and she kind of like threw some shade on her song about him getting lipo injections for the mm. booty. He was like, you know what? You know what? And he hopped on the Internet and well, he says he didn't do it. But I think this was very strategic of him, his camp. And what do you know? One day you got up, we got up, and Drake's Canadian bacon was everywhere. All over. All of it. The full, full Canadian. I don't even have anything here around me to mimic the size. We all had breakfast. We all had breakfast that day. We did. Eggs and bacon. It was. It was there forever. And you. <laughs> I'm not. I. I okay. I sent that video to everybody. If I had to see it, everybody else had to see it. Bonnie definitely sent that. It was about 9 a.m. Because <laughs> I always have the receipts. Um, everybody, at that point, everybody, the amount of memes, the amount of TikToks, the amount of everything that came up. Aubrey, and then Aubrey had the audacity to come up and say, I wasn't keeping my thing from y'all. I was keeping y'all from my thing. <laughs> oh. What? Okay. Okay. He just put it out there. He's just like. He did. Here we go. Yay. Look at me. <laughs> and all, I love all the TikToks. Did you see the Drake video? What What Drake video? What, did he come out with new music? <laughs> yeah. A lot of people in X and they were like, a lot of the guys were like, um, when Drake's trending, it's usually new music, and when I clicked on Drake, it's not what I expected. Nope. 
<laughs> not at all. It was, it, yeah, it was, he, he was not shy about it either. He would, nope. Yeah. If anybody wants it, Bonnie has it. She could definitely <laughs> send it to you. Hit me up. On on our future Patreon, we will upload it for future Patreon. <laughs> we get that. <laughs> um. All right. Now let's move on to Super Bowl because a lot of the next, like we have a handful of stories all stem from the Super Bowl. But I want to start with the beginning or what some people call like pre-show with like Reba McIntyre and was it Post Malone? Post Malone. Yeah. Right. So Reba McIntyre. She was okay. She's she wasn't bad. She wasn't bad. She wasn't good. She wasn't. She, she did what Reba does. Yeah, she's Reba. She was gonna sing national anthem. She was gonna sing the shadow of it. She's Reba. You know, was... Just, just she just just do it, girl. Just do it. Like get out of there. Get off. Nobody cares anyway, right? That's all we have to say really about that. I think Post Malone. I heard mixed reviews. I didn't watch his performance. Didn't care to go back and watch it. But I heard it was okay. I did. I watched it. And I have to say I really like it. And I really like seeing Posty the way he is now. Sober, clean cut, a little, definitely a lot more clean looking than what he normally does. He looks healthy. Healthy. Very, very healthy. I love seeing him. I love it for him. And I, I like really hearing his voice. that Because it was just his voice. You know what I mean? Yeah, I heard there was like no auto tune in it because he's he's known to like that's his thing. It's like he uses auto tune, but he showed that he could like sang. Oh, like he just he sang like a ballad. It was like it was a ballad, and it was it was beautiful. So I I enjoyed it. I liked it. Yeah, the only reason why I didn't go look for it or listen is because I don't really care for him in general. Like not like nothing bad. I just like he doesn't appease to me. That's all. I'm not. He I'm sure he sounded okay. But then before we get into all the behind the scenes stuff happening at the Super Bowl, we're going to talk about just go straight to halftime. Oh, I want to jump real quick. Real quick. Oh. One more pre-show show a performer, Christina Aguilera. Did you see anything about her pre- pre-show performance? No, she did a pre-show performance. Yeah, she did. And she came out looking like Genie in the Bottle Christina. Like, I don't know what Ozempic Manjaro mix she was taking, but homegirl, give everyone the recipe. She's done something, but she's also probably working out pretty hard because she's in she has a Vegas residency right now. Mm-hmm. And so for those, they re, they they practice like six days a week. She is. I'm telling you, she looks very very reminiscent of Genie in the Bottle, Christina. It wow. was insane. Good for her. I had to I had to like look to check to see the date on the video to make sure I was watching the right one. Like this is this year. Because I was I was blown away. So if you get a chance to check it out, you definitely should. I probably will. I like I like her. Yeah, I like her. So Super Bowl. Okay, halftime. Yeah. I from the beginning was let down that he started with my way. Yeah. Cause I I don't know, I was just let down. I saw Usher in concert in Vegas last year at his Vegas residency, and he was one of my favorite performers I've ever seen. He was so good. So he was a 10 out of 10 during that residency. And I get it. It's a 15-minute show. It's squeezed in. It's not his stage. Um, He did okay. It was a lackluster. I'm like, why? And then why did he start, like, on the ground? Like, why did he just start walking? And then... Why did he end 
the, it was like an awkward ending. Like it was just like, yeah, end. <laughs> you know, for me, the last great show was the weekend. That was the that was the last show that for me, the Super Bowl halftime show that I thought it was like fuck yes. Like, you know, mm. but with with this one, it was boring. It was lackluster. I thought it wasn't good until Little John and Luda came out. For me, that was like the big They should have opened it. Yeah. Or like closed it harder. Like he should have they should have opened it. It should have went into the ballads and then end like on the top song. And and, and us Usher? Usher, are you okay, baby? Why are you sweating like that? 30 seconds in, he was drenched in sweat already. Probably all the lighting, girl. But he was the only one. He was the only one like that. Everyone else was fine. I was like, does he have a built-in to make himself more glistening? Like, that that too, probably. Or maybe like nerve and probably that and then like nerves, I imagine, you know, like to start it off. Like it's probably like shit. This is the super bowl. Yeah, and then they thought that their big thing, their 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 thing to make it their wow factor was that they came out on skates. Oh, bitch. <laughs> Alicia Keys. We definitely have to touch on Alicia Keys. So, okay. So Alicia Keys came out and they did their song, My Boo, and stuff. Did you hear that note? The first note, the opening, her her voice cracked so bad. It was like, girl, I know y'all practice. I know you warmed up. What happened? And then, but did you notice that the video the NFL uploaded doesn't have the voice crack in it? Mm-hmm, they edited it out. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> girls all over those. Too late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So they came out and they did the show and Alicia and Usher, like you're watching it and you're like, yeah. And then they're dancing together and you're like, Usher, Usher Raymond does not care that that is someone's wife. He really don't. Again, the memes that sparked from their little hug and embrace and this and this and that were hilarious. People were messaging Swizz Beats, literally DMing him and being like, are you going to take that? Couldn't be me. Like all this stuff. Swiss Beats did come out and say he put out, you know, a statement totally backing up his wife and stuff. And he said, you know, you guys are worried about the wrong thing. Did you not see that big dress that covered the whole stadium? Like they're, they're amazing. Like they're performers. Like it was a great performance. High five to her. High five to Usher. Like all this. That just shows, that just shows like his security with himself and with his relationship. Exactly. But I, it was hilarious though, and the memes are like work husbands. This work husbands. This is how they be with your girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I believe it, girl. <laughs> yeah, but I sure don't have no chill. He don't give a shit. No, he don't. Like at the biggest residency, anytime there's a celebrity there, she could be there with her husband, and he would taking her in front of his hus- the husband, or giving her the like women a lap dance, a woman celebrity a lap dance in front of their husband. Oh no, I sure don't care about no man. I don't remember which celebrity it was, but. She gave her husband her purse to hold while he gave her lap dance. <laughs> Could you imagine the disrespect? <laughs> I mean, couldn't be me. <laughs> couldn't be me. Would never. I know. Yeah, definitely could not be me. <laughs> but now that we have that, let's talk about because all of these stories are kind of wrapped up around Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift was at the Super Bowl supporting her man because that's her man. She had she had just had a show in um, Japan, I think. Yeah, she was in Tokyo. 
she was in Tokyo and she left Tokyo at midnight their time to get here the day before the Super Bowl, like the afternoon before the Super Bowl, just to see her man. Like she had a plane ready and we're going to talk about this after the Super Bowl coverage, but she had a plane ready to go and she left as soon as it to be here on time. So Vani, you have the lead on Taylor, all of the Taylor stuff. So yeah, Taylor said, I'm flying halfway across the world to be there for my man and support the shit out of my man. Cause this is the Super Bowl and my man's fist in the wind. So she, and, and Taylor, uh, Travis was like, I'm definitely, yeah, she's coming. So he paid the million dollars for the suite that he had Taylor and his family and their friends in. He footed that bill for that. And um, so she did come. She came in with Blake Lively, of course, her bestie. She came with Ice Spice. Now, everyone was kind of like, Ice Spice, why are you there? Like, you, you don't even like football. She doesn't know about football. Yeah, I know. She did not like, everyone's like, what, what's happening? But hey, it is what it is. So she was there. And then, of course, uh, Travis Kelsey's family was there. Some of Tra- uh, Taylor's family was there. All in that suite together. And, you know, it was, it's good to see them there together like that and everything. Cool, cool, cool. So at one point, this is the controversy that comes with all of this. At one point, Taylor's there chugging a beer. This is what the fans were, like, noticing. Taylor's there chugging a beer. And if you look over to Ice Spice... Ice Spice is there, and the thing that fans were noticing is they say she was throwing up the Illuminati hand signals and then grabbed her necklace to show it off. She was wearing an upside-down cross. So, girl, I don't know what she was trying to say (laughs) with that, like what that was there, but people were speculating there's a whole lot of stuff going around about the Internet about that, as well as a few suites down, Kim Kardashian had a suite. The Kardashian suite, now now the stark contrast between these two suites is insane. If you looked at who was in the Kardashian suite, it was um, Kendall Jenner was there, Khloe Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, and then Lala was there. They had some of their other friends there. Now they also had Justin Bieber and Hailey Bieber in the suite with them and Sierra and Russell, uh, Russell Wilson, right? That's it? Yeah. In the suite with, with them as well. Now the cameras only showed Russell Wilson, Sierra, and the Biebers, they did not show Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian had zero exposure when it came to the media and being there. And and they showed everyone. It was a star-studded event, this Super Bowl. They showed everyone except Kim Kardashian. And people are speculating and saying it's because Kim Kardashian was a little flirty, trying to make it known that she was kind of intri- like flirty with Travis Kelsey and stuff like that. Got on Taylor Swift's nerves, and Taylor Swift was like, no. We're not showing, we're not giving her her airtime, her play. That's my power. So, no. But know your role. Sit the fuck down. You will never be with my man. <laughs> Period. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that, I mean, if I was Taylor, I would do the same thing. I know, especially with the past that she has with Kim Kardashian. Yep. All that drama with Kim recorded her when she was talking to Kanye and yada, yada, yada. So it's like, well. And that's um, funny because, like, the whole Kim Kardashian thing, like like you said, I you never once saw them on the screen at all, anywhere. No, there's no clips of the Kardashians at the Super Bowl. And it's funny because her 
ex-husband or yeah, ex-husband Kanye was there as well, or he was there for a little while. And it said that he was actually like, he didn't have a suite. He was like bumming in celebrity suites and like basically being like, Hey, can I have a drink? Well, he went to Leonardo DiCaprio's suite and he allegedly was like, him and Leonardo have been friends in the past. Like he actually performed at one of Leonardo's birthdays and that he walked in and was talking to everybody and Leonardo like gave him the cold shoulder. He didn't talk to him. An insider said, quote, there was no interaction whatsoever. And then Leonardo whispered to a security guard to have Kanye removed from the suite. So the A-listers in his, in um, Leonardo's um, little suite was Toby Maguire, Vince Vaughn, Aiga, Wiz Khalifa, French Montana, Montana, the D'Amelio family, Ashanti, Nelly, Diplo, Tiffany Haddish, and a few others. They were all in the suite. And Kanye, like they said, allegedly, like none of these people were like messing with him. Said that he came in, uh, the insider went on to say, he came in for a few minutes with his wife. He was just like, a guy randomly dropping in the suite saying, can I stick around for a minute? Can I have a free drink? Um, but again, that's when Leo actually had him escorted out of their suite. <laughs> what do you think about that snub? <laughs> I mean, I'm here for it. <laughs> I, I'm here for it. Kanye's so weird. I mean, really? Like, just popping into everybody's, hey, can I have a drink? What you what you got? What you got on my drink, homie? Like, that's a weird. That's like creep vibes. That's like okay, but there was some news though. Some some about Leonardo. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So the screen they were like showing, like you said, they showed the Biebers on the screen. They would flash to Taylor. Well, they flashed to Leonardo DiCaprio, and it's all over TikTok. He had his head down. In front of him, there appears to be a some kind of white substance, and. Whenever his person next to him's like, hey, he's like, Mouse, you're on the screen. Leo like looks up, he's holding a card and is like wiping his nose. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, a substance with the card in his hand. And I've seen a lot of different TikToks, a lot of different angles, and you can kind of tell what allegedly it might be. Yeah, when you first told me about that, I was like, what? I went back and I looked at all the TikToks and I was like, oh, Leo, look at you. There's a lot. Mm, partying. He looked out of it too, allegedly. He did. He, like, he wasn't even paying attention to the game. Why were you there? A, a lot of people. The people in Kim Kardashian's suite, there was one dude taking a nap. He was passed out. Just knocked out. I was like, why are they there? They weren't even watching the game. Some were on their phone. Other was there was the only ones that were watching the game were were Russell Wilson, Sierra, and the Beavers. Which the Beavers looked so cute together. They really did. Justin gave his wife the cutest kiss, you know, and stuff like that. Now I will say the only footage of the Kardashians at um there was that picture, the one picture that they took to make fun of the difference in, in the suites between Taylor Swift's suite and her suite. Because everybody in Taylor Swift's suite was like, they were partying. They were having a good time, enjoying the game, paying attention. And then her suite looked like they were all at like at a, you know, when an insane asylum where they give them medicine and they're just all loopy. That That's what they look like. Now, the only other footage of her was them walking into walking there in, in the back of the you know the halls there in the super at, at the stadium by a fan a fan took that it wasn't by any like media outlet or anything like that 
That's the only thing that they had of her on there. So, like the Kardashians might be over. I mean, it's it's already like whatever. It's been a long time. They had a good run. Good for them. Yes, they did. They had a good run thanks to Kim's vagina. <clears throat> and Kim's going to be the only successful one out of that family because her skims is like you can never get it. It's sold out every time, everywhere, every drop. And Usher just sold out the line that he just did. That bitch is a smart businesswoman. Yep. She is. You you got to give her that. You got to give her that. She is a smart businesswoman. She get it from her mama. Yeah, she'll she'll be the only one besides her mom that's going to be well off after this. Because mm-hmm. all the other people in their brands don't work out. Kylie, Kylie, she's you know she's smart. <laughs> Kylie, she's a smart one. Yeah, I guess we should also talk about who won, who actually won the Super Bowl. So uh, the Chiefs did come at in at overtime to win the Super Bowl 25 to 22 over the San Francisco 49ers although there is also controversy about how they actually won now they did change the overtime rules mm-hmm. just the Super Bowl now a lot of players came out and said we didn't even know there was that they changed the rules to that yeah why like that's dumb whatever apparently i went and i looked this change was enacted like a a few years ago it's not like they just did it this year it was a couple years ago when they actually put that change through but me i am an avid football watcher i love football i love the game this i didn't even know that that was a thing or a change or anything like that so uh, it's the coach's fault though yeah it's the coach's fault because then they also interviewed the chiefs coaches and the players and they all said the same thing we knew we talked about this scenario every day. We knew what we were going to do every day. We knew and we talked about this every single day. Well, so that's their coach's fault. Drumming up on the whole we knew thing, uh, that brings us to the whole controversy of the Super Bowl, what everybody was saying about it being scripted. Now, that has been something that people have been saying for most of the season. They're just opening their eyes to this, that it was scripted and everything. So I guess President Loopy Biden decided he was going to play on this. <laughs> he was, so we don't know what happened here. Uh, who decided in the Biden camp to go on his socials, his official presidential socials, and post a picture of him with red glowy eyes. And on there it says, <laughs> when he put it on there, uh, just how we drew it out, Chiefs. And he added the Chiefs. So uh, I hope it's because he's a Chiefs fan. You know what I mean? And 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 that's where that went. But that was that was kind of weird, you know, for his presidential account to go ahead and and put that out there. But whatever. Um. Yeah, I think it's weird. Whatever. Um. Last couple of things here. So the Super Bowl. A big moment for the beehive for me. Beyonce was on a Verizon commercial, which I loved. Um, because she has been known again, we talked about earlier her changing the industry because she has been known to break what they call the internet. And so she was trying to break Verizon on Verizon's commercial. And then she announced um a new song. Well, we thought it was just gonna be a new song. And at the very end, she throws a snippet in there and she's like, All right, they're ready, drop the new music. The same as soon as the commercial ends, they show this bitch on the tv and she's just there like unwrapping it was everyone thought it was a beer bottle was actually a canned bottle water and she's just there humming and singing a song and she's just chilling knowing at that very moment 
her entire website, all her socials, everything changed. She released two new songs that are country and announced their second album of the Renaissance, like act three acts, whatever coming out all while she was just looking straight in her eye, like (laughs) drinking her little bottle of water. And she's in her country era. She's going country. Um, When I, when this happened, of course I go to X right away and it's the Taylor Swift. It was Taylor Swift number one trending. Number two was Usher. Number three was Beyonce. Number four was the Super Bowl and the trending and the worldwide when this happened. I'm like, Taylor and Beyonce didn't even perform and they were in number one and number three spot. Taylor was number one, obviously, because Travis, every you know, that's their team. And then for Beyonce to have a commercial and she was out like beating Usher and the Super Bowl, I'm like, wait. What? And it's a good country. If you like country, like it's not my favorite Beyonce songs because I don't again, country is not my music of preference. So I can't be like, oh, I will listen to this Beyonce song all the time. But if you like country, genuinely, it is a good country. They are good country songs. I heard one of them and I was a little blown away. I was like, oh, okay, I fucks with this. Like, I like this. So the two songs are actually called Texas Hold'em and 16 Carriages. And there's already been some drama, believe it or not, with the two songs being released. Um, There was an Oklahoma uh, country station that was refusing to play Beyonce, adding it to the lineup. Um, And it went viral on X with one person saying, I requested Texas Hold'em at my local country radio station. And then he added them. After requesting, I received an email from the radio station stating, we do not play Beyonce on KYKC as we are country music station. Um, Well, since then, things have went topsy-turvy and the, they actually added both of her songs into her, into their like whatever list. Yeah. And the, they released a statement saying, we are a small market station. We're not in a position to break an artist or help it that much. So it has to chart a little bit higher for us to add it. Um, the general manager said, he says, we love Beyonce here. We play her on our other top 40 and adult hit stations, but we're not playing her on country station yet because it just came out. And again, because they're a smaller station, they have to only play top country. So they did add it and they introduced it to their listeners um, on Monday. But again, they were saying they were going to wait for it. Well, since then, more has developed because Beyonce's two country songs are actually in leading all country um, radio charts on Apple music, Spotify, billboard everywhere. She's her number one and number two songs on all country platforms. So I imagine if you're in a smaller market, you'll be hearing Beyonce on your radio. If you still listen to radio. Um, So yeah, always some drama when one of the Queens does a Taylor drama, Beyonce drama, you know, and those two are the best at dropping stuff the way that they drop it like they are so methodical with their releases even all the easter eggs leading up to it taylor with what she wears putting little like you know snippets and stuff like that like leaving clues and stuff even beyonce at the grammys beyonce wore like a louis vuitton country outfit at the grammys yep she sat there and watched taylor announce her album knowing in a week, she was going to announce her album. 
fucking bitches. They probably know. Too. I wonder if they talk. That's what I was going to say. I wonder if they talk. If they told I each other. They you know what? Do. They have to. They do. They fucking have sick. to. They're sick bitches. <laughs> I want to be in their group chats. The audacity. I love it. <laughs> so we'll end. We'll have the last story of the afternoon today talking about Taylor Swift. Why we're Swifties here. So Taylor Swift is being criticized because of her private plane usage. Um, so we talked about how Taylor had a, a jet ready on standby, a PJ, what they call a PJ. It's a private jet. For us, for us uh, folks that don't have PJs, we don't call we call them private planes. <laughs> they're not private, they're, they're, but they have a cute name for them. If you have money, they're called PJs. And well, she was playing in Japan. She had a PJ waiting for her. Not only did she have a PJ waiting for her, she hired an entire second crew of a private jet that she owns to be on standby in Japan. So she had two private jets with crews on standby just in case something went wrong with the first one. Mm-hmm. And so she's under, um, and mind you, these are over 5,000 mile flights from Tokyo, Japan to Las Vegas. Um She's in scrutiny because allegedly she p- produced 138 tons of CO2 emissions in three months um, while she was going to visit Kelsey. And they're being criticized because they're saying that she's polluting the atmosphere. Um, the author of The Intersexual Environmentalist told the BBC, carbon emissions are one of the leading causes of the climate crisis as carbon in the atmosphere warms the planet, which contributes to extreme weather events. Um, Taylor's plane has actually been because all planes, private jets or not, are documented in public knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, her planes have been tracked for I don't know how long now. And um, just in between, again, going, I think they said over the past, what was it? Three months, she alone has produced 138 tons of the CO2. Well, her publicist told BBC News that she does use carbon, what they quote, offsets to compensate for her private jet travel. Um, But they refused to elaborate and did not give any kind of, they couldn't say she does X, Y, and Z to minimize her carbon imprint. So, Bonnie, this sounds like a lot of rich people problems, but don't first of all, nobody in this world better fucking tell me that I have to drink out of a paper straw if my bitch Taylor Swift is causing a what is it three hundred and one hundred thirty eight tons of CO two. Let me drink out of a plastic fucking straw. You see, here's my thing: if I was rich and I had a PJ, several a PJ, just a cute, just a cute PJ, cute little PJs, two maybe three. The last thing I'm going to know about or even, like, think about is the emissions the plane is doing because what about all the other planes? So how many times do United planes go back and forth and stuff like that? Delta, all that, don't they emit? Does does everything they emit? They do. They do, but what they're saying is that, like, on a private, like, on a jet, like a, like a Delta plane or Southwest plane, those have hundreds of people on it. So you divide that by CO2. So it balances out to kind of like if you were driving in your car because of how many people one plane is doing. Now, Taylor, she's maybe six people on a private jet over and over across the country, across the world. It does nowhere balance out as like a commercial plane. I think you're nitpicking. 
I think you're nitpicking. How many how many styrofoam plates do you buy a year? How many styrofoam cups do you buy? Kiss my ass. Everything fucking pollutes Some people the don't. goddamn earth. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Some people don't. I don't know. I'm just saying I think they're nitpicking whatever. Let, let the bitch fly wherever she wants to fly. So you're telling me you want Taylor Swift to fly commercial? Yeah. Could you imagine Taylor Swift? You're you're on your you're waiting for your American Airlines flight. It's already stressful and chaotic in a fucking airport. And then imagine throwing that bitch Taylor Swift in there. The drama that you'd have to go through. I would be fucking pissed. I would be so pissed if she was on my plane. I'd be like, get this bitch out of here. I just want to get on my plane. And I love Taylor Swift. Give her all the fucking emissions she wants. I don't give a shit. I don't want her on here. Give her the emissions, but also give me my fucking plastic straws, bitch. That period. That part. I, I think that's dumb. I, I think it's just more people just picking at her. She gets so much hate no matter that bitch can breathe to the left and everybody's mad because she's not breathing to the right. Kiss my ass. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Anyways, we're gonna end this week's Valentine's episode. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I was a special guest on Bonnie's uh, Bitches Who Brunch this week. So that, for our listeners, comes out this Tuesday in the audio feeds. Uh, Bonnie, you want to tell them where they can follow on social media, get more Bitches Who Brunch? Absolutely. So you guys can check it out on the audio feeds on all your favorite podcasting platforms like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more next Tuesday. However, if you want to jump on it, you can go ahead and run over to YouTube and pull it up and watch the episode already because it's already posted on there. It's also posted on our Facebook um, channel as well. You can follow us on Instagram as well at BS Who Brunch. Uh, I think it's just BS Who Brunch podcast. And on YouTube, it's just BS Who Brunch. So make sure you're checking all those out. We had an amazing episode, Abel and I. It was hilarious. We talked about, you know, who's a 10, but we talked about why are we like this. And we're doing some Valentine's Day stuff. So make sure you're checking it out. Like, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. And let us know what you think. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.